This is In the Know for Thursday, March 18, the 77th day of 2021. There are 288 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through In the Know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com, via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast, on Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope, and the hashtag is In the Know. Coming up today, we update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. Latest COVID-19 totals, we'll tell you about that. Also, the big dance, the NCAA tournament, still happening, believe it or not, this year, even though many of us aren't interested. And we will also talk with Kim Phelps and Amy Phelps, representing Warren RECC and NCTC, about the new Fiber for Grayson initiative. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In The Know. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. Here's my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's me. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm okay. Not surprised this morning to see a new headline that says U.S. air travel rises to the highest levels since the pandemic hit. TSA screened one point more than 1.3 million people on Friday and 1.3 million people on Sunday. Uh, you've flown in the last few days. Did you feel safe? I did, yeah. Yeah, I didn't think too much about it. In the Nor you know, I. people were masked up, and they were. So I guess maybe people are anxious to to fly and go places and things. So maybe the worst is behind us, or at least uh, I hope so. She's the pride of Pumpkin Center, the heiress to the great mini burger fortune. She's Vera Wang's arch nemesis and a professional bargain hunter's woman of the year. She's Misty Embry Thomas. Hey. hey. How's Misty? I'm well. How are you? I'm doing well. You flew, what, first of the year, first few days of the year. Mm-hmm. Do you feel all right about it at that time? Mm, not really. No. Because they've got you in there like a, like sardines in a can. There, there's no seat separation. There's, no, they've I abandoned mean, they've, they've abandoned that. Yeah. Uh, and I did see Travis Tritt. Uh, someone retweeted a Travis Tritt tweet. Yeah. So I'm not following Travis Tritt on Twitter. Travis Twit on Twitter is hard to say. <laughs> get, you, get you down real quick. <laughs> he said, why is it that on airlines they can sit you shoulder to shoulder right. and not think anything about it, but we can't have people sitting next to one another at concerts? Yeah. That's kind of a good question. Or restaurants. Or, right. you know, so, like, what's the – oh, well, it's <clears> that purified air on airplanes. That's what they're, that's what they're doing. No, yeah. it's what it – they they can't stay in business with all their middle seats open is yeah. what uh, hey you're a big uh, you're a big fan of history yes mm-hmm. and you know i i love presidential history you do and so i've i've got a new segment it's the the it's the it's the chocolate and peanut butter of our world okay. it's called it's something i'm going to try out on the show it's called great moments in presidential history oh good uh, this should be fantastic uh, I, hope, I hope you'll like it and now great moments in presidential history the only thing we have to say is fear itself. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. And I want to thank the, the, the uh, former general. I keep calling him general, but my, my, uh, the guy who runs that outfit. <laughs> <laughs> 
I only have one thing to add. I'm sorry. That's fantastic. The guy who runs that outfit. Yeah. The guy who runs that outfit yeah, over that's there. Awesome. Yeah. Mr. Yeah. Gorbachev. Yeah. 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 Ask not what your country can do for you. Yeah. That guy over there that runs that. I keep calling him general. I don't know why I, don't I keep know. doing that. I don't. Uh, I, I, I don't. Oh, Joe. Yeah. Please clap. Oh, Joe. Uh, scattered downpours today. Windy tonight. I noticed uh, we've already got a uh, garbage can on the loose, so it's going to get even worse uh, over the next uh, evening and into the overnight hours. We'll see those uh, scattered this morning rain that we experienced, and then again this afternoon. So we've got a little bit of a pocket of uh, dry conditions and some sunshine before we'll see uh, increased chances again for this afternoon. Uh, risk of severe weather is low, so don't uh, don't worry about that. But we'll see gusts uh, of wind increasing to 30 miles an hour by sunset, 30 to 40 miles an hour overnight, and then 30 miles an hour again tomorrow. The low tomorrow night will be 32. We're going to see wind chills in the 20s uh, by, I think, early on Saturday morning. But when you wake up on Saturday morning, unless you get up exceptionally early, it will be spring. Spring will have sprung when you awake on Saturday okay. morning right. because it arrives at 4.37 a.m. Central Time on Saturday. Spring will have uh, Let me get up and greet it. arrived. You get up I'm at 4.36 and say, hey, spring. Yep. Hey, spring. Hey, girl, hey. Wayne, rain and thunder today, 70% chance of rain. 66 is the high. It'll get there briefly, and then it'll go woo right mm. back down. We'll see windy, chilly showers tonight. Rain a 40% chance. 36 is our low. 53 tomorrow under mostly cloudy skies, but no rain for tomorrow. But uh, still going to be windy. Uh, luckily, no deaths and no major injuries reported across the southeast yesterday, even though there was, I think at one point in time, 16 million people in the southeast who potentially could have seen Powerful storms yesterday, but because of the advance notice mm -hmm. and because hopefully of improved notification systems and making people aware, yeah. uh, there was also a stretch of about 3 million people from southeastern Arkansas and northeastern Louisiana across Mississippi into Alabama at high risk for big twisters yesterday. Uh, with winds up to 80 miles an hour. But on the whole, yes, there was some property damage, but uh, loss of life and no major injuries were to be reported yesterday. So that's uh, good news for our friends to the south of us. Uh, what, what should you need to know about today? Oh, uh, perhaps maybe the big news from the late afternoon hours yesterday, at least on the national level, is that the IRS is extending the personal income tax filing deadline by roughly a month from April the 15th to May the 17th. Americans will be getting extra time to prepare their taxes. The IRS says it's delaying the traditional tax filing deadline from April 15th until May 17th. They announced the decision yesterday and said they would provide further guidance in the coming days. Uh, I think a, a lot of tax preparers maybe aren't crazy about the tax season being extended by a month. But I do think that the majority of them understand that in the long run, they will benefit and Americans will benefit because Congress pulled a real end around on tax preparers at the not just the 11th hour, but the 11th hour and 59th minute because the tax forms for the, for the tw year of 2020, for your filing on the year 2020, the forms were already prepared 
software is already written and out there to tax preparers. And then Congress basically changed the law and said, oh, well, wait a minute, all that stimulus, we're going to have to account for that. Even if you received it in 21, it was a 20 payment that it was earmarked. And so they were stuck for uh, weeks going, well, I mean, our forms aren't correct. Our software isn't correct. So it delayed the beginning of the tax filing season. And so they're adding on roughly 30 days to the end of that to give preparers and Americans the opportunity to figure it out. Uh, still going to be a mad scramble on May 17th. It wasn't, Last year it was July 15th, and there were still people scrambling at the last minute. It just uh, it, It's just the procrastinatory nature. And by the way, my pearl of wisdom today is about procrastination. So if you're a procrastinator, you might want to hang around to the end of the show today. Yeah. Just just delay paying attention until the end. Yeah. Because you, if you're a procrastinator, yeah. you probably just put it off to the last minute anyway. And literally, it will be in the last minute of the show today that you'll find of interest. Uh, Governor Bashir, 963 new COVID-19 cases reported yesterday bringing us to uh, just over 418,000. 27 COVID-related deaths, bringing us to about 5,050. The rolling seven-day positivity rate, though, dropped from 3.87 day before to 3.73. Hospitalizations decreased by 18 patients to 441. The governor said yesterday, and I agree, we've come too far to just abandon all of our hard work Take the masks off. Start. What did I say yesterday? Licking doorknobs. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't to lick doorknobs, to chew other people's chewing gum. Just don't share straws. Yeah. Don't just let's just not let's don't take down all the plexiglass. Let's don't be hawking loogies. Let's just let's keep doing what we're doing. I think all of those things will stay in place. The plexiglass, all of that will stay. The mor the moratorium on loogies stays in no, place. It is way too early for that. Well, I mean, it's nine fifteen. Uh, at least if you're with us live. I've been here since five. It's good. So that's middle of the day for yeah. some. So I would uh, let's just not cash in. Like we we've put in a lot of effort. And there are a lot of people that are getting vaccinated, that are vaccinated, and now we can gradually ease back into things. Let's just not, hey, dive in head first into the saliva pool and say, let's go. All right. So we, we've spent an entire year doing this. I've enjoyed the mask in some aspects. Like, I don't always want to put on makeup, and you don't need to see me without it. It's just, right. yeah. Like, Mask it's just easier with sunglasses. Yes, <laughs> equals no makeup. Equals yeah. I'm, I'm appropriate for yes consumption at that point. Yes. Yeah, let's just see it. We're we're at the one yard line. Yep. Let's just go ahead. Let's keep let's keep our heads about us. Let's stay in the game and let's go across the goal line and take care of this thing. You know, and the other thing I've enjoyed is some of you all have really bad breath, but not right? with the mask. Yeah, because you can't smell it. I got it. Solutions. Well, you can Solutions. smell you can smell it less. If you can still smell it through the mask, you've got a real big problem. Close. You're too close. Yeah, you need two toothbrushes, mm-hmm. <laughs> or those would be teeth brushes. I'm pretty okay. sure that's how it takes this. Dozens of Kentucky National Guard members will continue supporting U.S. Capitol Police and the Washington D.C. National Guard through May 23rd. The Kentucky Guard will reduce its numbers from the 150 personnel there now to about 70 volunteer guard members. <laughs> So we got 150. We took 
volunteers of 70 who want to stay behind, not come home till May. I'd like to talk to those 70. Me too. So, rough home life, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Don't want to go home and see her, huh? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Yeah. Yeah. Those kids getting on your nerves? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's that one. You got, t- you got tired of being a homeschool teacher, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. I'm going to stay right here. Virtual learning is for the birds. Stay right here. My country needs me. Yes. My, I got to go. My country needs my protection. I'm going to stay right here in good old Washington, D.C. If you're following the U.S. Senate and Congress in general, a couple things on your radar that need to be need to be there and stay there, and it's the Equality Act could bring far-reaching um, changes and implications to uh, Americans and uh, businesses, and they say not houses of worship or religious organizations, <clears throat> but always, always read the fine print. But um, and one of the things holding up this amended Equality Act, which basically takes the uh, the Civil Rights Act of 1964 and just takes it a whole lot further. It's it's a it's probably more than a decade coming. If you go back to the Obama era, and the um, you know remember the day the White House was lit up in the rainbow flag. You know I'll, I'll never forget that moment. Um, and so this is kind of a continuation and an extension, an outgrowth of that. Now that you've got a Democratic president and you've got majority controlling interest in both houses of. Uh, of Congress, and so that's what they'll be looking to do. But in order to do it, in order to give all those same civil protections for employment, housing, education, public accommodations, restaurants, theaters, hotels, libraries, gas stations, retail stores, to basically anything under the LGBTQ umbrella, and subsequent versions, because here's here's what I would encourage you to consider, and this is going to be, this is kind of the point that I, that I think that we need to have as Americans. <coughs> You'll remember when those letters were LG, LGB, LGB, and then it was LGBT, and then it was LGBTQ, and so what my point is, is that what will keep us as a country from just tacking on any random letters or groups that say, no, I don't fit in any of those categories. I, I need to add that letter and add that letter and add that letter. When will we look back as a country and go, oh, wait, we've gone way too far. We should have stopped way back over there. And this is my concern of just opening it up and saying everybody gets the same equal rights and protections no matter what because we will that will further create a gulch and divide between liberals or progressives and conservatives. Yeah. Because it's not what the country, what many people are going to say the country was founded upon. Now, in order for this equality act it will also there is a whiplash to it for also protected classes like women because when you give when you give accommodation space to lgbtq with particular emphasis on the t that will that t alone will ruin women's sports because now whatever you identify with you get to participate in whatever sport whatever gender sport that you want to so I'm. it's just a Pandora's box of issues that I fear as a nation we're going to get to the end and go, what, 
what did we do? I mean, we were, we, we were trying to protect people and now we're in this place where I don't even recognize us anymore. And and I heard this phrase recently. Well, times have changed. Well, times may have changed, but biblical standards have not changed. The, the biblical worldview has not changed. It's Americans moving further away from that than you see. Yeah. And I have said before that my concern when we when we walked into this uh, years ago was there is a push. And if you don't believe me, just Google it. There is a push for pedophilia to be normalized because this is what they want. This is this is how they say that, that they were born that way, that their sexual attraction is to children. And there there are um, research. There's studies done that is supporting that they cannot be. Um, medically solved or counseled out of pedophilia. So at what point are we going to look back as a country and say, when we agreed that, that we were going to adapt to, instead of the science, how you felt, then everybody gets the same equality. When do our children become victims to this mindset that we can no longer protect it. Or and our that, animals. Yes. Well, that, or, and that is, I mean, in 2011 or 12, when we had this conversation, I have received press releases from from doctors from um, Ivy League schools who said they've, they've researched and studied pedophiles for decades to, to come to the conclusion that this is their sexual preference and they are now lobbying for them to have their own identity and their own rights, that that is their sexual preference. Yeah. It's terrifying to me. Well, and that's my, I guess this <clears throat> is my, you, you've heard me. If you've been around the show for 10 years, you know I always talk about to what end. Mm-hmm. To, to what end are we going to go down this path mm-hmm. till we get to the point and we look back and go, wait, we should have stopped a long time ago. But to keep us from being here, we almost could have never crossed the Rubicon. Because mm-hmm. once you cross to the other side, then it's just a, yeah. a free-for-all. And that's my concern. And that's why it's worthy of watching Congress to see what they do. Because we're downstream of the decisions that they make. And more importantly, kind of as, a, 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 as an addendum to that idea, is the filibuster is sort of what's keeping the steamroller from really being turned loose in the Senate is that if the Democrats are successful in eliminating the filibuster rule, which basically means you just need a simple majority to do anything, then look out. Then Katie bar the door, look out. You don't know what you're going to get. And they'll take advantage of it while they can. And so that's why you hear Mitch McConnell talking about scorched earth, that if if they uh, attempt to change the rules on the filibuster, he said that the uh, obstruction obstruct, obstruction that Republicans implemented during the Trump and Obama eras would look like child's play to what they will do if they remove the filibuster in the Senate. I'm like, well, that's big talk. I hope that it doesn't come to that because I would rather there be bipartisanship and cooperation. But guess what? When you negotiate, you have to give something if you want to get something, mm-hmm. because too often we stand over on our banks and go, no, you got to cross over to my side. Right. Uh, no, you got to cross over to my side. And then we never get anything accomplished. Uh, close to home, if you're a boat owner, there is a rule coming April 1st 
a law passed that's going to force you to do something different. Operators of recreational boats less than 26 feet in length will be required to use an engine cutoff switch in the same way that your personal watercraft has. And a lot of uh, fishing vessels and things that go at high speeds have these as well. But anything less than 26 feet is going to have to have an emergency cutoff. So a lanyard, so if the pilot gets dislodged or ends up in the water, you don't have these runaway circling crafts that are that are dangerous. So they're extending that on up to uh, craft 26 feet <clears throat> and under. Uh, in case you're not aware, so you're going to have to retrofit your uh, your ignition system. And a lot of them are already capable of doing that because I think uh, Kentucky is not leading the way in this regard. But one thing you might also look into, there's a wireless Bluetooth option that you can fasten to your life vest or to your person that if it were to be submerged, it communicates wirelessly okay. and does the shutoff. So it doesn't have to be that, that you know, pigtail lanyard mm-hmm. that you're familiar with. It can be something else, but it has to be taken into consideration. I mean, are there that many out there birds? that don't have yeah there are yeah most oh, most okay. pontoons don't well, I'm not most players yeah. craft but there are 166,760 boats registered in Kentucky by the way is what uh, that says uh, you can read about it k105.com uh, Grayson County's acreage signs with the nationally ranked University of the Cumberland's soccer team uh, I was uh, happy to see that yesterday in a signing ceremony and then uh, also uh, the Grayson County Lady Cougars vying for a district championship tonight. You can see that and listen to that on K105 Digital Productions, so hang around for that, and then the boys will get their turn tomorrow night. Going to get to a break. When we come back, we will talk with Warren RECC and NCTC about the new Fiber for Grayson initiative. We'll tell you about it coming up here on In the Know. Today... Today is Awkward Moments Day. It is also Sloppy Joe Day today. And I think one of the awkward moments could be when you dump your Sloppy Joe down the front of your shirt at lunch. It is awkward the rest of the day when you have to walk around and go, um, Yeah, bless it. Yeah, bless it. Uh, It was one week ago today, a big announcement. Uh, Some would call it miraculous. Uh, Announcement was made uh, locally about a new Fiber for Grayson initiative that finally true broadband Internet coming to Grayson County thanks to a collaboration between uh, multiple entities, but two of the principals being Warren RECC and NCTC. And uh, Kim Phelps and Amy Phelps join us from those two entities. Uh, good morning, Kim. How are you? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> We're doing very well. Welcome back to uh, well, welcome back to the show. Uh, kind of confusing you two being counterparts. Uh, Amy, uh, your, your name also starts with uh, three has three letters in your first name, and then you're also a Phelps. But you have a little more of a Tennessee accent, so we can easily tell you apart. Amy, good morning to you. Good morning. How's everyone? I mean, we're doing very well. I know when we met, I heard you say Lafayette, Tennessee, and I thought, well, that's immediately like Versailles or Versailles or Madrid or like we call Madrid. Mm-hmm. So you fit right in around here, Amy, and it's uh, good to have you as part of our community. Uh, Kim, I'm going to kind of let you tell us. Uh, I know there's been a lot of uh, chit-chat, a lot of people talking, a lot of questions, et cetera. Kind of frame for us what happened last Thursday between Warren RECC and NCTC. Absolutely. 
it was a great day. We announced um, Warren RACC and NCTC are two co-ops. Um, NCTC is a telecom co-op and obviously we're the electric co-op and we have started working together on um, high-speed internet together and in the fall we uh, competed in an FCC auction um, an art, it's called the ARDOF, Rural Digi Digital Opportunity Fund Auction. And we won, and we announced where we won areas, and one of them is Grayson County, areas in Grayson County. So last Thursday, we announced that we are getting started in Grayson County. So we are very excited. I'm super excited to bring NCTC to Grayson County. And that's really that's really what we announced. Um, we'll be covering roughly 8,700 members um, in Grayson County. We also uh, would like to thank the Hospitals Foundation. We've been working with them as well. So uh, we've had a great reception, and we've had some really hard work in the background between all the entities, and um, everyone has just been really great to work with and we're we're real excited to get started and uh, you know Amy if I've left anything out please please fill in <laughs> Well I want to I want to ask and we'll hand off to Amy in just a second because that's really a lot where a lot of the questions are that people have is like you know how much how fast when etc and so we'll get to that uh, sure. but until last Thursday many people in Grayson County, had never heard of NCTC. In fact, when you said NCTC, you said you said who? And so, when you hear about this partnership, a lot of people say, "Well, I, how do we know that this is going to work, etc." But Warren RECC and NCTC are have already been friends for quite some time uh, in other areas. Do I, is that is that correct, Kim? That is correct. We are working together in Warren County as well. And in 2019, we started a pilot in Warren County that covered, well, we started with about 800 members in southeast Warren County, and that continues to grow. Um, it's over 1,000 right now. Uh, we got a grant from Warren Fiscal Court, so that grew a little bit. And then we also received some RDOF money for Warren County as well. So our partnership with NCTC uh, goes a ways back, and we've really been able to develop a very successful model with them in terms of you know, how we work together. Um, of course, you've got a dynamic Phelps duo in the marketing area, but uh, mm -hmm. the engineers and uh, everybody has worked together really, really well. So we are very happy with NCTC, and we're happy to bring them. Amy, the, day, Amy, the day that we met, I quickly did just a, you know, a cursory review on NCTC, and I found out uh, NCTC is a similar age to Warren RECC. You've been active and serving your communities where you're active for, I guess, 70 years or so. Um, what, tell us a little bit about what is NCTC at its core? Uh, well, NCTC was a... Uh, Founded in 1951, so March 8th actually did mark our 70th birthday, and um, we were formed uh, in this rural area as a cooperative, just as Warren RECC is. So at our core, we are a cooperative. We are here to serve the rural area that you know no one else will serve, and um, uh, but. We, we pride ourselves on not just being a rural cooperative or company that serves, um, you know, as a, a carrier of last resort. We feel like we have technology that can be put, that's stacked up against anyone. 
Um, we offer high-speed internet up to a gig. Uh, we we started out as a telephone cooperative, but um, we realized that that um, communications have evolved over the years, and as they evolve, we are are at the we are um, you know right there at the at every step of that evolution. So we've been offering fiber uh, for. Um, in our service area since 2008, before m many or most of the national companies uh, were offering fiber, so 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 offering fiber internet is nothing new to us. Um, serving rural areas is nothing new to us, and um, providing the best technology available is is certainly not new to us. I also thought it was interesting. Uh, I think both of uh, both of your leaders in the announcement last week, and Amy, I'll, I'll stay with you. Were talking about if this was an easy project, a lot of the national companies would have already done it. But it's a, it takes a special collaboration between the infrastructure that already exists with Warren RECC and the know-how and knowledge of NCTC, you add these two things together and they're the chocolate and peanut butter together that turn into perfection. Would you agree with that, Amy? 100%. That's a great uh, analogy, too, because that's my favorite uh, combination. So <laughs> um, we, um, we are, and we, and, you know, and we have the same uh, core values as well. Um, you know, the, the, it is expensive and it takes a lot of investment um, to do that. So while we are here to serve, we, you have to have money to, to be able to do it. So, um, a lot of the larger carriers, uh, you know, they look at a rural area who, who is sparsely populated and think it's not worth the investment, but we feel like we deserve and, and people in rural areas deserve the same technology that you could get in New York City or um, Nashville, Tennessee. So, and honestly, we, um, we we provide that here, and we are we are so looking forward to bringing it to the very deserving area in Grayson County. There's a tremendous amount of pent up energy and demand for this, and there's frankly a whole lot of frustration about a lack of broadband in the rural portions of Grayson County. So this is this really is a game changer for people who are trying to. Uh, educate themselves, or they're trying to maybe operate small businesses from their homes. And so you've created, Amy, a very specific uh, way for you to express your interest. Tell me about fiberforgrayson.com and what do I need to do to to raise my hand and say, come to my house? Well, obviously, we have a we have mapped out um, an area that we're going to serve because we had to present that for the art off auction. But um, people who are who who are interested, period, need to go to fiberforgrayson.com, uh, register your interest there. Um, you it'll it'll um, it'll ask for your address, so you enter your address. It'll tell you if service is available in your area. And uh, when it tells you that service is available, you complete the registration process. Now, this does not lock you into anything. It just lets us know you're interested, and it gives us a contact number so that we can reach out to you when the service is available. Um, uh, our NCTC customer service will be the ones to contact. Uh, you when the service is available, and we'll take your order at that at that time. So 
So just by going and registering does not lock you or, or commit you to anything, but it does, it does help. Um, now, if it tells you that service is not available, uh, we still want you to complete the registration process because, um, but just because we're not going to serve the area now doesn't mean that we won't. Uh, just as uh, Kim spoke about in Warren County, um, if we can get funding to provide service to other areas, then by all means, we'll try our best to do so. So um, we're going to serve, obviously, the area we've applied for. And if there's enough interest in the other areas, then, then uh, the registration uh, will show us uh, where these pockets are, where people, and, and like you said, the pent-up demand is, so we know that that might be the best place to go next. I also uh, think that considering a $1.9 trillion stimulus bill, that uh, what we've learned in the last year is that we're all going to have to have adequate broadband. So my point is is that the future looks bright for projects such as this and expansions in the future, so we'll keep our fingers crossed. Absolutely, and um, just just so you're aware, any grant we we have applied for for just about every grant that um, we can within the guidelines of whatever that is, and we uh, we we have been very successful in applying for grants in uh, Tennessee, and now with this, and we um, will continue to try to do anything that's available to to help the people who who are deserving of it. So um, definitely we need people to sign up so we know where they are and, and, and where the best place is to serve. Kim, when you were setting up the framework for this collaboration and this partnership, you touched on, you, you used the words healthcare. Uh, and it's, I know it'll be a game changer for things like telemedicine, et cetera, open up some opportunities. But what is the true, uh, when you, when you say that, what is the role that healthcare played in bringing this union or helping give oxygen to this fire? Well, healthcare, like you said, telemedicine is very, very important. So, um, the, the healthcare foundation, the new foundation was very interested in making sure that Grayson County residents would have access to things like telemedicine. So they really, they really helped, uh, draw us along and, and really helped us form with this partnership in, in Grayson County. They really have helped a whole lot. We really, really appreciate all of that. Are you able to uh, – I happen to know you all have been working on this for weeks because I've been part of the conversations with you and making plans. But I'm also curious to know over the last week what your experience has been in uh, facilitating feedback and the uh, amount of people who are making inquiries. Uh, has it has it received the response that you thought it might, Kim? Uh, absolutely. We are delighted with the response. And Amy can tell you um, for sure the numbers, but I believe the response on uh, fiberforgrayson.com has been over a thousand members already in just a week signing up or letting us know that they're interested. So we are delighted with that, and we'd like everybody keep it going, keep up the momentum because we are very, very excited. All right, Amy, Kim, thank you all so much. We look forward to talking with you again in the future, and thanks for your work in helping bring uh, fiber optic broadband to Grayson County. 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all. Thank all you right. for having us today. <laughs> we'll talk to you again real soon. That's Kim Phelps and Amy Phelps through the new uh, collaboration of Warren RECC and NC. TC Fiber for Grayson.com is where you start and give you all the information that you need. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got plenty more on the way here on In the Note. Did you know parachutes are older than airplanes? Well, but chicken egg. Right. It kind of makes sense to me. Does it? Why? Well, what were they I mean, jumping off of? Well, I think I'm more a preventative type of person. <laughs> yeah. So let's have a parachute in Before case we this airplane fails. So we can yeah. build an airplane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll okay, have a parachute first so we can build an airplane. I, need, like, I think that's. Uh, I, I think a life vest was not invented before a boat. Yeah, it took be. a it took a few people drowning before they went. Like, well, <laughs> probably should figure out how to prevent. But that. But here's what's amazing, though: parachutes were invented in 1783, airplanes in 1903. So I mean, you're talking about 120 years. Yeah. So what were they jumping off of? That's that they realized. What are you parachuting from? from? We used to have the, the we used to have this big drop off and retaining wall like from a yeah. we had a cistern at the back of the house I grew up in and then there was a big drop off and then I always thought if I just had a really big bed sheet yes I could just run work. and jump off of that at the end and I could just float down to the I've seen Mary Poppins mm-hmm. I know she just did it with a simple umbrella that's right so that's kind of what I was but. I wonder when gliders were invented. I know airplanes were in 1903, right. but there was some type of air travel before the actual airplanes. So, hot air balloons. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely in the, I think the 1700s. Yeah. Maybe that's the, why they had parachutes. The Gandolfier brothers yeah. or Goodness. the first hot air balloons. I yeah. think they were French. So that might help because <clears throat> if you think about it, a parachute is kind of a hot air balloon mm-hmm. that... Without the hot air and basket. Yes. So the the hotter the air is, the better it will be for you (laughs) in slowing down your rate of descent. Uh, Both Ewok movies, original Clone Wars series, and more Star Wars rarities are coming to Disney+. Plus. We got to do Star Wars Rise of the Resistance on Saturday, uh, the new attraction at uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios. And it was phenomenal. Yeah. Yes. And it's a I, roller coaster? What is it? it? It's no. It's in. It's a moving attraction. It's, okay. It's a lot like Minnie and Mickey's Runaway Railway, but just more intense and more lasers and blasters and okay. and more. It. Um, Did you like this? Um, it was good. Okay. It was very well done. I'm not a huge uh, Star Wars yeah, fan, okay. but yeah. I've watched them all um, up to date. It. The lengths that they've gone to. This attraction is insane. There's, there's a reveal in the pre-show that is it, you will think that you are on the Death Star. Like there, there are there's a scene where there are more stormtroopers than you've ever seen in your entire life, and you think this is legit, like legit. <laughs> this I'm is, there. This I'm is, there. Yes, I'm so, in the middle okay, of this. Okay, but, but I will tell you. Go ahead. And so for me, like 
he says the Death Star and like all these terms are thrown around. Sure. Right. I'm like, I really don't Jargon's know. Jargon's lost on you. Yeah. So the the guy who came to scrutinize, uh, to interrogate. Before before we yeah. were taken into the interrogation so room. He, he got to small fry. Yeah. And, and so I'm a. I go along with things. I'm a good sport. I didn't know I was supposed to answer or help her answer in the other way. So yeah, he asked yeah. her about being part of the resistance. Yes. Yeah, no. Did he? Did he want to be? Did she want to be one of the good guys? Of course, you would say yes to that. And I'm encouraging. But her. he's from the dark side. So, but he's saying but we're we're good guys, and so yeah. yeah. But okay. I was encouraging her in the wrong way, clearly. <laughs> but, but she went along and. Yes, it was she, because she didn't know what to think. She's almost five, so yeah. like, uh, is this guy for real? Yeah, like what's happening? But the the highlight was we got into an area, and you know, <laughs> our, our kid. I got to share this with uh, with Mama Carla uh, last night. Was that we were down in in an area that's below ground, and there weren't any windows, and it's dimly lit. And we're thinking, hey, it's kind of dark down here, but there's, you know, a lot of stuff to see and do. Someone <laughs> made a comment about it being dark, and Alea said, Alexa, turn the lights on. <laughs> <laughs> to which everyone else in line turned right? and looked at her and laughed like, yeah, it we, was we, awesome. we yeah. know, yeah. we know. This is our kid. <laughs> Yes, Alexa, it was. Uh, it was. It was. Uh, it, it was it funny. Was so yeah, it was. Uh, it was nice. It's w- definitely worth. Uh, definitely worth seeing if you get a chance. Uh, the Drew Barrymore Show has been renewed for season two. If you like Drew Barrymore and Ellen, inks a multi-year deal with the Discovery Channel. So if uh, she loses her NBC gig, I guess she's always got the Discovery Channel to retreat to. So there you go. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around. You're on in the know. MB's point to ponder for today. What if your dog one day randomly said, no one will ever believe you, and then never said another word? Yeah, right? (laughs) I don't have a dog. But wouldn't that just be amazing? No. And I miss my dog, but I can so get that. No one would ever believe you. Right. You say, no one will ever believe you. You just talked. Then you become that crazy person. It's kind of like in Toy Story, you know, when Andy walks away and then the toys are all talking and they're moving and all that. It's like, well, how do you, maybe when you're not (laughs) around, maybe the dogs are talking to the cats. I, that's, roof, (laughs) roof. On television tonight, the season two finale of The Unicorn. I'm indifferent to The Unicorn. Really? I thought you liked it. I like it. I don't love it. I lop, I like Rob Cordry, and I like um, the two guys, both the guys that were in Ballers with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I like them. Yeah. Uh, the other guy, Walter Coggins or whatever, I don't know. He's he's a whole lot of teeth. He's a whole lot of teeth and forehead. I got enough forehead in my life. <laughs> I'm good on I'm good on the forehead. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm full up on the forehead. Yeah. yeah. I have tall forehead. Mm-hmm. Some people have an infinity pool. I have an infinity forehead. Yes, very good. (laughs) He's awfully toothy. (laughs) 
And the NCAA tournament starts tonight, the first four. And check your local listings. And Misty, the season 20 premiere, and I guess this is the final season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Is that right? Uh, you know, I've, I've not their, kept up. Their season 20 premiere tonight, yeah, and I thought okay. this was going to be their last season. I think you're right. I think Courtney is out for sure. So, yeah. You might want to get on board just in case. Today's highlight in history, this day, 1963, the U.S. Supreme Court in Gideon versus Wainwright ruled unanimously that state courts were required to provide legal counsel to criminal defendants who could not afford to hire an attorney of their own. In 1965, the first spacewalk took place as Soviet Commander Alexei Leonov went outside his Voshkod 2 capsule secured by a tether. That's a lot of words. Yeah. A lot of hard words. We've got to put that in great moments in presidential history. <laughs> See how Sleepy Joe could do with that. Right. Uh, birthdays today. Singer Irene Cara is 62. Thanks to her for the leg warmers. Flash dance, what a feeling. Nice. TV personality Mike Rowe is 59 from uh, Dirty Jobs, but also the podcast That's the Way I Heard It, which is if you like uh, Paul Harvey's mm-hmm. rest of the story, you'll love Mike Rowe's The Way I Heard It podcast. Queen Latifah is 51 today. Dane Cook is 49. Adam Levine is 42. And Dwayne Henry, who plays Jimmy Palmer on NCIS, is 36 today. I really like him. Yeah, he's a good character. He's no Ducky, but he's a facsimile of, mm-hmm. of Ducky, so that's all right. Grover Cleveland, born this date in 1837. Neville Chamberlain, born this date in 1869. Charlie Pride in 1938. Wilson Pickett in 1941. Chart toppers to 1953. We will travel, and Teresa Brewer was number one. Have you all ever waltzed? I don't think I have. No, No, I'm certain I have not. This is till I waltz again. Till I kiss you once again. She looks like a young well, she, Reba. She's moved on from the waltzing to the smooching, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. That escalated quickly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's uh, she's uh, kissing and telling. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to do that. Mm-hmm. Let's go to 1962. And most of us will know this as being an entry from the Dirty Dancing soundtrack. It's Bruce Channel and Hey Baby. Playing the harmonica. I love it when pet bands play that song. Yeah, for sure. It's just, it's just fun. It's a fun song. Every song that dread. Nineteen seventy-one. Freedom's just another word for nothing left to lose. Nothing. Don't mean nothing, honey, if it ain't free. Yeah, and feeling good was easy, Lord. Bobby sang the blues. You know, feeling good was good enough for me. Mm-hmm. Good enough for me and my Bobby McGee. 
I love it. I love Janis Joplin. He just doesn't like her. No, much. he doesn't at all. <clears throat> I didn't say a single word. Not this time. <laughs> <laughs> I made no mean <laughs> facial expressions. <laughs> I didn't do. 1980. Queen. Uh, you talked to Aaron and Ashley Bell last hour. Mm-hmm. Um, bagpipes. Did you talk to them about the bagpipes? I made a strong case. No. They hung up on me. They did call back. Um, so I don't they know. Didn't how say, to You're really, breaking up your connection. Really bad, we're in a bad cell you. area. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long I'm going to have to beg. They did say that. Anybody who would like to dance could join the band because they have Winter Guard and dance. So I thought that would be a good place for maybe you to start and get in for the crowd. Mm-hmm. And then show up one day with your bagpipes. I sent you a picture of me dancing on your birthday. Did you? Mm-hmm. You might have thought it was Chris Farley in his oh, Chippendales right, outfit that's right, that's right. from Saturday yes, Night yes, Live. Yes, I was confused. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's easily confused. Now I, I go back and realize it was you. Yeah. Yes. You just thought it was Chris Farley. I didn't recognize the cufflinks. They weren't the ones I thought. <laughs> <laughs> 1998, Will Smith was number one. Getting jiggy with it. The Sweet Escape, Gwen Stefani and Akon in 07, and Justin Bieber, Love Yourself, was number one five years ago today. You procrastinators have been hanging around the entire show for MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today, and so here you go. You ready? Procrastinators are able to do 30 minutes of work in eight hours and eight hours of work in 30 minutes. Procrastinators can do 30 minutes of work in eight hours and eight hours of work in 30 minutes. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Misty Thomas, for Beach, I'm MB, and now you're in the know. Powered by Heritage Media of Kentucky, WKHG Litchfield, Kentucky.